Jake, this is Rod Blagojevich, and this is You're Missing the Point. Sounds like a very interesting podcast and probably has a lot of stuff that you can talk about. The former governor of Illinois would say that's a high honor and uh, well done. We just turn it on the side and chillo, chillo, you've got a base. Hello. If you didn't get that joke, you're missing the point. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> Thomas, did you think that was funny? A little laugh out of you. A little chuckle, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't know what he doesn't know what's coming up when we do this when we do this stuff. <laughs> I uh Chello Chello. Yes, indeed. Chello, indeed. Chello Chello. Got a lot of good stuff coming up. We got kind of a music themed pod, actually, speaking of the bass. Uh, I've got cool stuff coming up. We got a lot of music themed news. Joe Rogan and Neil Young got into a fight. Thomas has got a mystery article for us. And I have got all of the latest NFL sports betting picks. So, here we go. Let's start. Thomas, you get to go first. What is the capital of Virginia? Richmond. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of rich men down in Richmond, Virginia. I'm going to give you another one. What's the capital of Maine? Portland. Wrong. Augusta. Ah, I guess yeah. I guessed the answer. I guess the answer wrong is what you guessed. Um, okay, we're gonna do one more um, just to prove your worth. Really easy one, real simple. Louisiana. I should know this one because I I just released my Louisiana rankings last uh, last week. Um, Shreveport. Shreveport, I, that's that's insane. I I have never heard such a thing. No, it's Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. Ah, uh, Moulin. That's a bad look. I should know that one. Yeah, Baton Rouge. Yeah. Are you are you looking these up? This is like my man. You guys ever go to trivia? There's like you go to. Are you a trivia guy, Tom? Obviously not. You, you not were, often. No. And I know. I guarantee you that you were the person that sits at the at the table. And with your phone out, cheating the entire time. No, I'm a, I'm a gamesman. I'm a true gamesman. No way, I would you not cheat on the rules. That's I, that that is the that's a lie. You, it's like you probably play you probably play like RPGs and stuff on easy mode. No way, no way. That was hard. You should catch me on Mass Effect. No, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Okay. Well, you play games on hard mode, but you still cheat. Definitely, what a trivia. He's over here looking at the capitals of states like it's fourth grade geography. B. <laughs> um doubt he even got a b in geography okay so anyway thomas is up first what's your secret article so the article that i really loved this week was from the wall street journal uh by a guy with an unfortunate name joseph epstein um he wrote what are republicans for because joe biden of course in his uh train wreck of a press conference last week uh, ask that question because we all know what Democrats are for. They're for illegals coming across the border. They're for high crime uh, rates. They're for homelessness. They're not for actually accomplishing anything. We've seen with what happened when Black Lives Matter took the street. And uh, yet a year later into the Biden presidency, we've seen zero action on anything federally on criminal justice reform. We've seen zero things actually on making sure minorities get hired, except for maybe in the Supreme Court. Um, but what are Republicans for? And that's really the question, because you, you can very easily answer what the Democrats are for. And so this guy uh, goes towards philosophers because, I mean, conservatives have so many options. We have Adam Smith, Alexis de Tocqueville, F.A. Hayek. And those guys are so much more impressive than J.S. Mill, John Rawls. Um, and then he takes a lot of quotes from a guy, Roger 
uh, screwed him, um, who is a recently deceased English philosopher. But he says correctly that um, those tasks that only government can perform, defense of the realm, the maintenance of law and order, the repair of infrastructure, and the coordination of relief and emergencies are forced to compete for their budgets with activities that free citizens left to themselves might have managed far more efficiently through the association of volunteers backed up when necessary by private insurance. Um, so what people don't understand is Republicans are for defending the necessary functions of government and to stop it from coming at the things that are so much better left to the private sector. And what people always think is Republicans are for disorder. No, we're for better government. We're for we're for a government that actually responds to the needs and the wants of the people rather than the Democrats that want to take everything the private sector does or everything that could be handled by communities and charities and they want to impose the government's will on you. I think that's a pretty simple answer to it. Republicans aren't for anything. Democrats are the ones that change stuff, right? The whole thing about good governance is it's fine the way that it is. Right. We should go back to it. Yeah, we, right. we should we should do the very simple things. We should defend our streets, we should defend our communities, and well, we should defend even our country. Like, not even like specifically. Like yeah, like that's kinda like the philosophy in context with d- d- the domestic problems of the day, that would be like what they would say. But like even regardless of the status of the border, like being a being conservative or liberty minded always kind of relies on the on the idea that somebody else that isn't the government is going to take care of the problem better, right? Right, and, and so and, that, it's and, that just it just in general just means do nothing, do less, laissez faire, as they right. say. And, and that's why it was great that he quotes um, uh, he he takes from Alexis de Tocqueville, for which on his trips to America he was back and saying. Uh, there seems to be all this liberty and this mindfulness, but yeah, if you why does everyone you... have so much? Uh, why is there still so much order? And it's because we need just a very small, limited government to maintain the order and to protect our property the rights. And then anything beyond that seems superfluous. Yeah, if you're interested in some light weekend reading, maybe pick up Democracy in America. <laughs> <laughs> you could right after you finish up the Wealth of Nations, you could <laughs> you can dig into that. Um, but uh, for the listeners, uh, De- Tocqueville, Alexa de Tocqueville, he uh, he was a French guy, came over to America and uh, observed our system and such, uh, and then wrote about it. He's like, "This is what happens over here in the New World." And what what a great world it was, right? And now, but now we're working at the new the, the new world order. That's right. And if you look at Elon Musk's um, Twitter today, it's it's all about what they're doing to shut you down. That's right. That is, <laughs> you know, and uh, that you know, so that and that's uh, that's the end of Thomas's section. Uh, <laughs> do you have a poll for us though, Thomas's poll of the day? Can you pull one up? Pull, 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 give me one. Get on, get oh, on five thirty-eight or something. Oh, let, I had a really good one. So ba- basically, uh, Trump still has control of the Republican Party. They did a recent poll, and you would think uh, someone like obviously the, the the big winner right now is the generic Republican. The generic Republican defeats Joe Biden so easily, and then, um, but if you actually break it down on numbers, Trump has forty-five or forty-four percent. Biden has forty-five. But then you go into lesser candidates um and you get into uh, one of my favorites ron DeSantis. he only has a 39 to uh biden's 44 so in a way the generic republican is going to win 
but Trump still has control over the the electorate. Uh, the interesting thing on that poll was it showed a lot of Republicans would stay home if Trump's not the candidate, at least compared to these other uh, contenders. Okay, yeah, uh, that was a good poll. Uh, this isn't really actually a poll, but it's sort of in the same thing. So it's a graph that I'm looking at. Um, from the American Enterprise Institute. This Love is AI. The, the old chart of the day or century from uh, Mark Perry. One time, hey, Thomas, in, in college. Remember college? Oh, yeah. So me and Thomas were friends in college, uh, obviously. Look at us. Can't you tell? Total boys. Um, <laughs> Young Republicans yeah. and libertarians. Right. So before Thomas was either, probably before, yeah, so before Thomas was in college, uh, the Young Americans for Liberty, who he uh, later got big time with. Um, president. Yeah, yeah, president of, of Yale. Uh, so they would have little, like, talks and stuff with, like, uh, with like adults, like not college libertarians. They would have, like, little round sitting in a circle discussions with um, – economists and stuff and mark perry what well, came one time and uh, we talked to him oh amazing anyway so he made this made this thing for aei or just wrote about it so this is the this graph reflects the price changes of things selected consumer goods and services uh and also wages um from january 2000 to december 2021 um and it, uh, relative to inflation, so you can you can see in the graph. So it's got a line here. Says overall inflation is sixty five and a half percent since then, which is that's a, that's an ins insane number yeah. on its own. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, I tell you, here are the things you would expect this to be uh, to be it. Um, hospital services number one most expensive increase um, since two thousand. 200% more expensive than it was then. Ridiculous. Inflation is only 65%. Um, the only thing on here that really kept up with inflation uh, correctly was food and beverages and housing. Yep. Which would make a whole lot of sense. I think those uh, are the main drivers of the entire the economy. like economy. That's like except that's what you would think. Also, a lot of like uh, automotive sales is the same way, but they've actually gotten less. They have gotten more expensive, but not at the same rate as inflation. Um, same thing with furniture. They've gone up about 20% here. But if you're looking at the more affordable things, TVs plummeted. The TVs look like the stock market in March 2020. It's um, down about 90%. Since 2000, the price of a television. And if we if we look at going back to the last article, what industries does is the government least involved in regulating? Probably the electronics market. Oh, what yeah. are they most involved in? You're oh, going to see healthcare. Got, oh, you're going to see I college got, tuition. I can go through it all here, right here. Hospital services, number one. College tuition and fees, number two. College textbooks, number three. These are all like twice, at least twice the inflation rate um medical care services is right at twice the pro inflation 200 percent inflation uh but it's um followed by child care an industry the government keeps getting closer and closer into yeah and then um this is something that'll make people shake in their boots A average hourly wages is up 100% since 2000. 
that actually surprises me. Yeah. I thought I, I had been told that wages were way down, but that's probably looking in 10 years, not 20 years. I don't know what groups have uh, got increased on that, though. You know, you got to consider like uh yeah who's the pie growing bigger for yeah i don't know it's, it's probably the union uh markets i think they've probably probably construction unions and such are probably getting better wages than they used to um okay yeah so that's my uh that's my my mathy data thing I, of the day oh i love um, that i ai puts out a lot of great research i like those guys yep glad that i could uh Glad that I could uh, tickle your fancy there. Uh, we've got big NFL playoffs coming up this week. Conference championship, we, AFC, NFC. We might have just seen one of the best weekends of football last oh, week. Oh, yeah. I saw a good stat. All four games had left uh, were walk-off plays. Amazing. Yeah. So I mean, that, that was it, it almost good. makes you want to go down those rabbit holes about how the NFL is a deep conspiracy and it's all scripted and an entertainment company. I don't know. Did you see all those lead changes uh, in the Bills game? Bills Chiefs, there was like six lead changes in the last minute. Um, that's some WWE action <laughs> right there. Did Vince, Mc, Vince McMahon got out of the XFL and went a big time. <laughs> okay, so... I'm, I'm with you on that. But we got a really good game First at three p.m. on Sunday, Bengals Chiefs. Bengals Chiefs is is going to be great. Uh, what do you think? Who do you think's got the advantage? The Chiefs are coming in much hotter. I I gotta say because the Bengals just barely defeated the Titans, who are probably a worse team than the Bills, who the Chiefs just beat. But if we're looking back at Week Seventeen, where um, the Bengals played and beat the Chiefs, and that was like honestly a fantastic game on its own but joe burrow just went absolutely off that week so i i i'm hopeful because i i'm a Broncos fan and chiefs hater um so i'm i'm cheering for joe burrow i think they probably it, it's either going to be a big game for the Bengals or they're going to get crushed i don't i don't see that one going being a close game well it's got over 54 so we're looking at you know 27 points each um, yeah, Chiefs the got a seven point advantage. And I would like. take the uh, take the Bengals just betting on them being the you hot You think arm. that they're going to close that spread? Yeah. Um, you know, I think I was uh, last week. I was heavy on the Chiefs. I said they were really hot and they're rolling over teams all the time. It totally happened. Switching my switching my uh, switching my thing to the Bengals. Wow! Yeah. Big change. Yeah, yeah. Big upset. Two seventy five on the money line. So if you're uh, if you're betting, which I assume you're doing responsibly, I will do it. Um, take a money line over. No, actually, the only way that the Bengals win is if like Mahomes doesn't throw a bunch of touchdowns. Right. So we're gonna go with Bengals money line under parlay. Wow. Let's see what. Okay. The, let's see what that would pay me, which I will be doing, but not today. <laughs> Bet responsibly, um, kids. Bet responsibly. That's a six to ten dollars. Pay sixty three. Not bad on that. Um, additionally, we've got 49ers Rams playing at six forty p.m. Eastern time. What time is it in California? Uh, three thirty. We got an early game. Three thirty. Uh, did you see? You see Might all this sunny out. Do you see all this drama going on in L.A. about the Forty ers gonna take out take over the stadium or something? Of course they are. the The Rams have no fans there. The Rams fans are back in St. Oh, Louis. Did you just see that guy trash in the city of St. Louis? It's, oh yeah. 
Everybody agrees that the reason nobody likes the Rams in L.A. is because they are new to the city. <laughs> and uh, the 49ers are not. Right. And then um, some guy has just got the gall to go out here and try to try to mouth off about the city of St. Louis. And there's plenty to say about it, but you're not allowed to talk about it if you don't know about it. Right. I'm I'm actually excited. I'll be in St. Louis uh, next Monday night. Uh, probably hit up, uh, urban chestnut, maybe, maybe, uh, three hands brewery, four hands hands brewery. (laughs) Wow. It's a great time. I am a big fan of St. Louis. Yes. The city of St. Louis. Um, wish there was a Cardinals uh, game. Oh, so I was talking to my dad on the phone yesterday and he said it was in Chicago and I asked him if he had his bulletproof vest and then he was like, oh no, it's actually not that bad. I'm like, oh yeah, you probably left it in St. Louis, didn't you? Well, the big news uh, recently was Corey Bush's I car gets that. shot. Yeah, Corey, wow. Corey Bush got into a... Uh, Maybe uh, it's time to refund uh, the police. <laughs> refund the police. <laughs> um, okay, so Rams, minus three and a half. Taking that Rams spread all day. Oh, I'm easily taking the Rams. The Rams, Rams are so oh, hot. Oh, the Rams are awesome. So minus three and a half and over 45 and a half. Oh, my gosh. You got to take that parlay all day. It was also tough seeing the Rams almost collapse against the Bucks, though. I mean, that early lead was huge. And to see them be that bad at the end. But I, you're you're seeing a 49ers team that, like, is not that good. I don't good. even know anybody I, on the team that's any good, really. Those guys. Debo just, Samuel. He's... Wait, yeah, but Garoppolo he's, he's awesome. is just some kind of Gillette salesman. I don't even. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, he's, so, a, he's so, a pretty boy, but yeah. So here's my parlay of the week. My big time, always, the responsible thing to do parlay. Rams under Rams three and a half spread over forty five and a half, plus Bengals money line over forty fifty four and a half. That is plus twenty five sixty eight. Let's say I throw ten dollars on that. I win two hundred and fifty six dollars and eighty four cents. I wish you luck. Well, I my why wouldn't you? You'd be a fool not to play that ten dollars. <laughs> Come on, and you heard it from me. I got I got all the games right last week. That is that is true. Yeah, I was the old. <laughs> I am the king of gambling, and uh, like even I'm going to Las Vegas next month. You'll see some some gambling then. We might as well be barstool because I'm sitting on one. Right, Thomas is even sitting on a barstool right now. What are you drinking? Uh, it's a it's a little uh, it's an easy drink. I'm tr- I'm trying to cut some weight this year, so I've been doing hard alcohol mixed with Safeway seltzer water, which is zero calories. It's a it's a refreshing twist on a G and T. What are you drinking? Um, I got this canned cocktail from Cutwater. Cutwater grapefruit vodka soda. It's got zero carbs, zero sugar, 5% ABV. And I tell you, it is made with award-winning real spirits. And it is the most awarded canned cocktail in the USA. It's just coming in at just 99 calories. It's full of spirit. A premium and refreshing cocktail featuring featuring our award-winning Cutwater vodka. And our lightly flavored grapefruit soda water. Can you believe that? It's gluten free. Oh, I, I can totally believe it. Uh, I've I've had one too many uh, cut waters at the Nats Park before, and that is uh, a fun time. Oh wow! I you know I bet you that, see three baseballs being hit at you. I bet that is a good time. 
And so I, I promised a little bit of a music theme podcast coming up here. So actually, so I just want to let you all know, there's been a death in the family, in the Ska Ooh. family. Yeah. Um, oh, you must be taking it rough. I know the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones broke up today. Oh, See, not I, so mighty anymore. <laughs> Indeed, um, I knew them because they made music. I think on one of the very old NCAA football games. Oh, they would have. You know, they named the. Uh, the Mighty Kids Meal after them. Really? Yeah. At McD's. What is it? Mighty Kids Meal. You ever, you ever had one? No. Did you have a childhood? What, did you just have a happy meal? I, yeah, pretty unhappy meals, but uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my. <laughs> I cannot believe this. So, no. Listen, there was the happy meal, and then for like the bigger kids, the older kids, they got the, <laughs> the Mighty Kids Meal. Man. For the kids in the Husky section? <laughs> no, just like when you were like older. They had different toys. The better toys... <laughs> You got like a different type of side. I, I honestly don't remember that, but I have a terrible memory. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, hence my state capital knowledge. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, Boss Tone's gone. That's all right, though. The guy lives on. He's Jimmy Kimmel's uh, announcer. He's the PA announcer for the uh, wow. Jimmy Kimmel show. Yeah. That's pretty ska. If I've ever seen, if I've ever heard of of, of ska, and you know me, ska, I would do live and die f- for the for the genre. Yeah, the impression that I get that is the song that is on one of the NCAA games. That is their most played song on Spotify. What a great song! Everyone should check that out tonight. You're gonna be dancing around your rooftops, running off the walls. Great song. Maybe they'll like join the Red Sox organization or something, you know, or the Patriots. <laughs> the, the body body Boston's become the Patriots offensive line. That would keep the dream alive. <laughs> Picking it up every time. Uh, uh, other other news in the music world. What else you got in the music news? <laughs> Neil Young kicked off Spotify because he gave an ultimatum to, to them. Basically, kick off Joe Rogan or delete my music. And Spotify, who sees Joe Rogan as obviously the most streamed podcast in the country, did what was probably the right financial move and got rid of Neil Young. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Like, what? Who? Who's who's listening to Neil Young anyway? The I the man though is a legend of rock. Uh, don't want to hate on that crazy horse. You know, that's right? a good band. You know, I, um, I I do respect a lot of Neil Young's songs. Like he know. he is a rocker. No, he through does. And through. Yeah. So yeah. a little bit a little bit sad to see his music go off Spotify. That's, yeah, I know it's too bad. But you know, it's still you know what, Thomas, I got a surprise for you and the listeners. There is still one place that you can listen to Neil Young on Spotify, and that is if you are listening to "You're Missing the Point" right now on Spotify. Wow. Yeah. Breaking the rules. Yeah, I know. So. Little little featurette for you, listeners. Here we got got a quick recording of uh, Jake and Thomas rocking in the free world. But hey, <laughs> here it is. We're doing this for Neil. Enjoy. Colors on the street. Red, white, and blue People shuffling their feet People sleeping in their shoes But there's a warning sign on the road ahead There's a lot 
lot of people saying we'd be better off dead Don't feel like Satan, but I am to them So I try to forget it any way I can Keep on rocking in the free world Keep on rocking in the free world on rocking in the free world keep on rocking in the free world in the night with a baby in her hand there's an old street light near a garbage can and now she put the kid away and she's gonna get a hit she hates her life and what she's done to it there's one more kid that will never go to school never get to fall in love never get to be cool Keep on rocking in the free world. Keep on rocking in the free world. Keep on rocking in the free world. Keep on rocking in the free world.
And that was that. Wasn't that a jam, Thomas? I am still rocking in a free yeah, world. Did you, did you hear yourself in that? I, I think on, on the second verse and in the choruses, maybe? Yeah, you were in there. Jake and Thomas playing a little duet. Rocking in the free world. Also, we're going to run a poll vote on the band name. Asset Forfeiture, the old name. Uh, belt Buckle or Carpet Bagger? Okay, so Asset Forfeiture is dead forever. Here's what I think about the other two. Carpet Bagger like, works really well because all we do is carpet bag constantly. And that's kind of a political term, and this is a super political song. But I think a band named Belt Buckle would definitely cover Rockin' in the Free Worlds. It's about George H.W. Bush. You don't hear that anymore. All the stuff these days is about Don. Or George W. Bush was a big... You know what, Bush? Not only did the Bush family influence nearly all of the government for like the last 60 years, they, uh, they've also contributed quite a bit to punk rock. <laughs> that is the forgotten thing about the Bush the Bushes, family. The Bushes. And, you know. <laughs> I thought it was Jeb uh, and his, his fight for school choice, but no, it is the punk rock community that stood the most to gain from George W. That's right. George W. Bush <laughs> is, the, is the grandfather of punk rock. Or... <laughs> H.W. Bush is like the <laughs> the great grandfather. the great grandfather of punk rock. That's the Ramones. They would probably sing it about H.W. <laughs> With Grenada too, probably a lot of Grenada. oh yeah yeah. <laughs> uh yes. Yeah, so that's it for this week. Uh, thanks a lot. We'll check in next week and see if our uh, if our football picks were right, and we'll see if we can catch. We'll have a big uh, Super Bowl week lead up. Yeah. That'll be fun. A whole Super Bowl action. We got media week next week. Super pod. Super pod. All right, everybody. Take it easy. Check us out next week. This has been your Missing the Point.